Okay muffins, grab a coffee and get comfy for this one because today I'm going to do a little deep dive into a topic that is becoming increasingly relevant as the online business space becomes more and more saturated. Is business coaching kind of like a pyramid scheme? And if it's not a pyramid scheme, is it still a scam? I'm a self-made business coach and my answers might surprise you. So let's get into it. I'm Melissa Rogers, recovering supermom, corporate dropout, and CEO of a successful online business that I built from scratch with a baby on my hip. Through lots of trial and more error than I'd like to admit, I built a thriving company that impacts thousands of busy, high-achieving moms around the world and gives me and my family a life and future that we had only dreamed of before. I created the Self-Made Mamas podcast to bring you step-by-step strategies and inspirational stories that will help you design a business that gives you the life you really want and the future you've been dreaming of. If you are an ambitious business mom or one in the making, you're in the right place. So let's get to work. If you are running or launching a client-based business and you want to sell out your services and create profitable digital products, then listen up. The doors to my flagship program, aka my third baby, the Self-Made Mama Society, are opening soon, and I want you to get on the VIP waitlist so you don't miss out. The Society is the only program of its kind on the market. It's designed specifically to be accessible, hands-on, and results-oriented. I know there is no one-size-fits-all magic pill in online business, and that is why the Society is a combination of cutting-edge curriculum, weekly group coaching, hands-on Facebook group support, and one-on-one sessions with me. If you want the best community, the most transparent and genuine support, and direct access to real expertise and action-focused coaching, head to theselfmademama.com forward slash society or click on the link in the show notes to get yourself on the list and get access to an exclusive VIP bonus when the doors open. See you there. So is business coaching a pyramid scheme? Is it a scam? Is it legit? These are all super valid questions, and I think the answer is truly both yes and no. To really lift the curtain on this, I'm going to explain in detail how my personal business model works, and then also how things are done at large in the industry. And my hope is that by transparently sharing this information, you'll be able to make really informed and empowered decisions about what kind of support you want for you and your business. So bear with me while I explain my business a bit for you. I promise it's for a purpose. As you probably know, if you're listening to this, I am a business coach. Self-Made Mama is a coaching and education brand. So we serve client-based business owners specifically through a variety of courses and coaching options. But I would say that I'm actually not a true coach. I'm more of a coach sultant, which is obviously a made up word, but it's honestly the best way that I can describe the work that I do. Um, An article that I found that was published on Indeed.com, the job site, about career development describes the difference between coaching and consulting like this. Coaching requires developing the client's abilities to solve a problem themselves using a wide range of tools. However, consulting involves helping the client solve their problems. And I think this is pretty accurate, if a very simple explanation of the difference between coaching and consulting. And in my work through Self-Made Mama, I really like to do both. So in my experience, entrepreneurs need both soft skill development and accountability and technical strategic guidance to really get results. So when I first started, I was purely consulting. I had never coached anyone before. I was just coming to the table with like a lot of technical skill and practical experience, but no experience in true coaching. 
I really believe that coaching is its own skill set. And while I knew I could help my clients with their soft skills, I was super hesitant to brand myself as a coach, given that kind of disparity. Um, and I was also hesitant because coaching was really starting to become like a buzz business, a, a buzzword in the online space. And a lot of what I saw was frankly bullshit. And I really didn't want to align myself with that. So there was a few reasons that I sort of hesitated to label myself this way. But ultimately, I knew that I needed to use the term coach because that's what people were looking for to get the kind of help that I could give them. So I very quickly realized that there was no getting away from the soft skill development and the mindset work and all that kind of stuff that's really needed to affect change for my clients. And so I began investing time and money into my coaching skills so that I could serve my clients at that level as well. So I studied motivational interviewing, NLP, which I don't really use, and I'll talk about why later. I learned different coaching techniques and frameworks, and I really threw myself into personal development work so that I would feel confident walking the walk and not just talking the talk. I really find that every client and every call is different. It's part of what I really love about this work. Sometimes a client will log on to a call and they are experiencing like crippling imposter syndrome, or they are inadvertently self-sabotaging, or they have something going on personally that is undermining their focus and mindset when it comes to business. Those calls require me to put my coach hat on, which is a lot of asking questions, a lot of active listening, and a lot of kind of open prompting to help them really unpack and unravel what's going on for them. And then typically I'll provide some exercises or ideas for them to go away and put into action. And it's very much self-directed. You know, they're not going to be able to change those mindset issues or, um, you know, uh, accountability issues uh, if they don't go away and put in the work. So that's kind of the one one way that I serve people. And that is definitely more of a coaching type arrangement. But on the other hand, sometimes a client gets on a call and we will spend the full hour pouring over and editing their website copy or fixing broken tech inside their funnel or coming up with client attraction strategies and project plans. And on those calls, I'm definitely playing more of a consultant role. Um, on those calls, I do a lot of the talking and teaching. So, you know, when I'm, when I have my coaching hat on, I'm doing much more listening and asking questions. And when I have my consultant hat on, I'm doing a lot of the talking, a lot of the teaching, because that's what the client needs at that moment. So on our weekly group call for the society, for example, I bounce back and forth between coaching and consulting as we hot seat our way through the group, because people come to the group calls with different needs every week, right? So I find it really dynamic and interesting, and sometimes it's very challenging, but overall, I think it's really rewarding, and I love seeing my clients get results, and that's why I've never moved away from the consulting aspect or completely ignored the coaching, and that's why I've chosen to kind of work in this hybrid way. So in my business, there are basically three ways to learn from me. You can buy a self-study course, which I keep fairly low ticket. They range from like $27 to about $297 right now. These courses are designed to solve specific problems and I market them that way. So for example, Naptime CEO, which many of you have taken, is a time management workshop. So it's specifically solving a time management problem. The 5K formula is focused on nailing down your market positioning and your messaging. So it's very specific in that way. 
The next way that you can learn from me is to join the Self-Made Mama Society, which is a group coaching program that comes with a comprehensive self-study curriculum and a couple of private coaching calls with me. So the focus of this program is to help you sell out your services and then add profitable digital products in that order specifically. This program is designed to be an investment that grows with your business. So in other words, it's comprehensive and it's highly supportive and you don't need to upgrade to anything else that I offer unless you really want to. And then lastly, this one is only for established entrepreneurs and professionals. You can work with me one-to-one in my up-level program, which is the most unoriginal name on the planet, but that is truly what it is. So if you are already successfully running a business or seeing clients as a professional, and you're ready to take things from that kind of solopreneur space to actually being like a big deal online brand with all the polish and everything that comes with it, up-level is where we can do that work together. This is a consulting heavy program, right? So lots of technical support, lots of auditing, lots of hands-on marketing work, that kind of stuff. And that's pretty much it. A couple times a year, I might release a small self-study course, but only when I see a really big need for it, or I know it's something that my audience needs and wants right now, they've been asking for it, that kind of stuff. There's actually one of those coming this fall. So I'm not gonna tell you what it is just yet, but keep your eyes open. I'll definitely announce it on here when it's ready. It's super juicy and I'm very excited for it. Um, And I want to add an important note here. So you'll understand why this is relevant later on in the episode, but I serve almost any client-based business owner. So I don't have experience in product-based businesses. I don't serve those entrepreneurs unless they're specifically coming to me for marketing support. Um, But if you have skills, education, or experience, and you want to use those to serve clients, I will work with you. I do have a couple of clients who also offer business coaching in specific niches. So they do similar things to what I do, but they really make up a small minority of my roster. And I'll only take them on with the understanding that we're going to work together to develop their unique methodology and their unique market proposition. And they're not going to regurgitate mine. That's really important to me because I don't want to create carbon copy coaches. And I also don't want to show people the ins and outs of my business and then have them just imitate everything exactly, right? Thankfully, that's not really an issue. I have incredible clients who really want to be unique in the marketplace and I'm very grateful for that. So now we're going to zoom all the way out from talking about my business and we're gonna talk about the business coaching space at large. And this is where things start to get a little pyramidy and questionable, so buckle up. First, I believe that there are countless genuine service providers out there who have incredible skills and knowledge to share when it comes to growing your business. But when we look at the online business education space as a whole, it's dominated by a few kind of like OG experts, their most successful students or mentees, then their most successful students or mentees, then their most successful students or mentees, and then thousands and thousands of people using the same 10 methods with varying degrees of underwhelming success. And I would argue that the reason these people are unsuccessful is because everyone at their level has learned exactly the same stuff from the people who came before them, and they're all trying to teach it to the people below them, who now have not just those 10 original experts kind of spouting the same stuff at them, but thousands of people spouting the same stuff at them. Do you get kind of where I'm going with this? Does it remind you maybe of a certain geometric shape? Maybe one we typically associate with MLMs? Let's say you're one of the first few people to join a new MLM company and it takes off. 
And almost everyone who joins after that is going to be in your downline. So you are going to be monetarily rewarded no matter how saturated the market gets because you were there first. So the people who join years later, they have very little chance of making a living. There's not enough market share left. There are less people to recruit and the products are now old news to customers outside of the organization. In the online business education space, if you were one of the first to start doing this, so like think about Amy Porterfield, James Wedmore, Caitlin Batcher, Tim Ferriss, Marie Forleo, people like that, then you are effectively at the top of the pyramid. And I think in actuality, Tony Robbins is at the top of this particular pyramid, but that is a deep dive for another day because it's a big one. I'm not going to rip on any entrepreneur in particular today, but I want to talk about the structure of this whole thing and what it means for us as online business owners and consumers of educational content. So we have these kind of founding online business educators and they have built their businesses in a pretty fresh market. So the market is full of these like doe-eyed wannabe entrepreneurs and freelancers who see these people making millions from an email list and an Instagram account and they want a piece of that pie. So these original educators are teaching their own methods. So let's assume in good faith at that time, the first few rounds of customers go through their programs. As with anything, some are more successful in implementing than others. And a few particularly tenacious individuals realize that there are thousands of people who don't know about or can't afford to learn from the OGs. So they recreate the programs they just took, maybe with a little spin, maybe not. It really doesn't matter. Their program is priced lower than the one they took and they market to a slightly different group. This happens a few times and by about 2018, there are multiple levels of marketers teaching almost identical methodology at different price points to different people. But here's the rub. That methodology at this point is now outdated and oversaturated. So unless you have an in with one of the top levels of entrepreneurs, let's say by paying $50,000 to join a mastermind with them and have them share you with their audience and vouch for you, which is a thing you can do. You are essentially now selling ice in the Antarctic. Every couple of years, the tactics being taught at the top change. And sure enough, the methodology trickles all the way down. Currently, the method du jour is to quickly scale to seven figures and beyond in revenue by selling a group program priced between $8,000 and $15,000, give or take. So if you enroll eight to 10 people a month at that price point, there's your million, right? These programs are in reality, no more valuable than a $2,000 program or coaching retainer. But surprise, surprise, they are backed by multiple levels of highly successful online business educators, usually through airtight affiliate partnerships with strict NDAs. So this is really like strict business here. They also usually have a few star students who are making tons of money. But until you actually pay and get inside these programs, you aren't told that these students are usually already rubbing shoulders with high level online business educators, and they have access to partnerships and ad budgets and resources that most people joining the program won't have. These programs usually come with a really strict agreement that you have to sign when you enroll, and this protects you from pretty much nothing except being able to get out of your payments. My program and client roster is literally full of hardworking entrepreneurs who have been taken in by one of these offers and ended up out thousands of dollars because they were sold a methodology that either doesn't work at scale 
or doesn't work without the help of many other factors that they just don't have access to. So for example, a huge audience or a large ad budget or something like that, right? If my clients disclose the program name and creator to me, which is entirely up to them, I actually add it to a page in my notebook where I've been tracking this stuff. And guys, like the names on this page are all connected and the lines are very triangular. Let's just say that. I'm going to record a whole other episode about this particular complex, but for now, I just want you to understand that the gurus of online business are not just people like you and me who happen to find success at the same time and are now friends. These are highly lucrative business partnerships and affiliate pyramids that serve no one except those who participate in them. And while I am sure that there is some value in each of the programs offered by these people, I can assure you also that the price points are not determined by the value of the product, but instead by revenue targets and lead acquisition costs, which have risen dramatically in the last few years. So now let's move on to the second part of this question we're addressing today. If business coaching is not a pyramid scheme, is it still a scam? Technically, even in the very triangular upper echelons of online business, what's going on does not qualify as a pyramid scheme by definition. Let's settle for calling it pyramid-like, or better yet, just kind of gross and unethical. When we travel down to the bottom of the pseudo-pyramid, we find thousands of much less well-known business coaches, strategists, experts, etc., who may or may not be using methodology from the top tiers. But at this level, that matters much less than whether or not they actually know what they're doing. I like to say that the beautiful thing about online business is that anyone can become anything they want to be. And the ugly side of online business is that anyone can become anything they want to be. I could wake up tomorrow, start a new Instagram and brand myself as literally any kind of expert that I want and nobody could stop me. And if I was good enough at marketing and sales, which I am not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good at it. I could probably convince you to buy my offer. You as a consumer would have no way to verify that I actually know what I'm doing or that I have proven results. And if I was really committed, I could join someone's overpriced mastermind full of high level entrepreneurs, be on all their podcasts and get them all to vouch for and sell my offer on my behalf. And for a bit less money, I could have professional photos taken, get beautiful branding, a flashy website, and I could pay for features in bogus publications that sound legit. Yahoo Finance, I am looking at you. So that you, the consumer, would think that I was an established expert in my niche. This sounds so ridiculous, but it happens literally every day. I have watched brand new business owners start coaching within a few months of becoming self-employed. They're regurgitating concepts that they learn from more established entrepreneurs. They're usually marketing themselves based on unverified income claims, and then they retroactively make them true by enrolling clients in their program, which they sold using their income claims. It is super messed up. Ultimately, it's up to you whether or not you take issue with that. But as someone with extensive marketing and business experience prior to stepping into an education role, I do take issue with it. There's just no way that I would be able to get my clients the results that they get if I didn't have varied and dynamic experience and skills. Paraphrasing what a more advanced entrepreneur taught me might make me sales, but it actually wouldn't help my clients unless I was teaching them to do exactly the same thing. This also happens every day. So now we have business coaches teaching people to become business coaches who teach people to become business coaches. And oh, look, it's another pyramid. I want to be clear again that this is absolutely not the case across the board. There are great people doing great work all over the internet, 
but the issues I've described today are very prevalent in this space. And for that reason, I think it's crucial to be really discerning and critical about what you buy into and also like the content that you spend your time consuming. This episode is already pretty long, so I'm going to record a separate episode with some advice for choosing what kind of support to invest in for your business. So I'm going to break down the different ways that you can invest in your business, when you might want to consider each option, how to weigh up your investments, how to ensure that you get the best results, that kind of thing, when it's appropriate to, to invest in each type of thing. And then I'm also going to record a separate episode about the ethics of online marketing, particularly all the parallels that I have been finding between cults, cult-like companies, MLMs, and the online business space. So I'm still compiling research on that one. It might take me a little while, but I promise that episode is coming and it is going to be good. So that's all for today. I hope you found this episode helpful. As always, hit me up in in my Instagram DMs if you have any questions or you want to discuss. I would love it if you shared this episode, if you found it valuable or interesting, and tag me so that I can have a conversation with you. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Self-Made Mamas podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe if you want more content like this and leave a review if you like what you hear. You can find more information about working with us at theselfmademama.com or connect with us on Instagram at selfmademama underscore. I can't wait to chat.